All right. Did you hit start streaming? Sean's not paying attention. Oh, there we go. What a toddler. Well, and hey, everyone. Me. Welcome to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from the Asian-American perspective. Welcome to episode 100. 100! Woo! We are, uh, we're trying on a new live stream today. So, hello, internet people. There are six people watching right now. Oh, okay. Hello, everyone. Should we be... Echo. We're already muddling this a little bit. Why are we <laughs> echoing? Because oh, someone's watching. Oh, wait. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Or Andrew. Thank yeah. you. We love you. Yeah, live. Yeah, live. Yeah. Where yeah. we can not edit anything. <laughs> Welcome to episode 100. Uh, we're here with a super panel of our favorite guests. We got Mr. Will Choi. Hi. Woo! Mr. Sean Mira. What's up? My co-host, Minji Chang, of course. Woo. I'm Marvin Yeh. Andrew Ahn. Yeah. And Ada Sang. Hello. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we called everyone together because um, to celebrate our 100th episode and also to celebrate the end of this garbage fire of a year, uh, we're going to celebrate. Was it all garbage? No, that's why we're celebrating right Yeah, now. We're, we're, we're going to talk about. Garbage fire. Okay, got and it. And collectively, we're going to come together and create the top 10 the Collabcast top 10 list. And we do this by spot ranking. So each of us, I, I task each of us to is come up with... Is that a real with, thing? Like you, you said spot ranking and I just, what is I've never heard of it only a thing. I'm going to explain it to you guys right now. So basically, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I task each of you to come up with your top moments of 2016 because, you know, 2016 gets a bad rap for being terrible, you know, people dying, stuff happening, but... It's still a year that we all went through, and there's some positive things. So uh, we wanted to end this year on a positive note. Keep, keep it posy, y'all. Yeah, keep it posy. I thought this word was eradicated. You're not allowed to. I'm telling Christine. Oh, she's going to kick my ass after this. <laughs> and come Christine. up with our top 10 moments. Um, but before we get started, I just realized I didn't really introduce everyone specifically. Just their names. So really quickly, how are you doing, Will Choi? Hi, I'm good. Will Choi is the founder of Asian AF, mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson Presents, mm-hmm. Asian and yeah. you're a local improv performer. Yeah. I'm only known locally. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Also the host of Drunk Monk, <clears throat> part oh, yeah. of the hosting Drunk team Monk, of Drunk yeah. Monk Podcast, which is also on the podcast network. Yep. With Keiko again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Got Sean Mira. That's my name. Yes. It's cool. Our, I guess now he's pulled up. To favorite guests, have I? Yeah, yeah. as of today, the most favorite. <laughs> the most Do I get a special favorite. hat? We, we should, have a we, cake for you. We should come up. With oh a, yeah, <laughs> we should come up with like a pin or something. I would. I would appreciate like a badge or something like that. <laughs> Sean, enamel pin, perhaps. Sean is DIY a sash, like oh, a or a sash. Sash. I can always good. use a good sash. Mr. October hyphen collab cast favorite <laughs> guest. <laughs> Precisely. Sean, of course, all the, all the prizes that don't really mean anything. Sean's the lead producer of Tuesday Night Cafe um, and all-around friend of the community and our most favorite guest. Sorry, guys. The most favorite and friend to all. Sorry, everyone. Friend to all. Most favorite Why guest. are we here? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we here? I know. Should go um, home. No. Not Andrew Ahn is a Sundance Award-winning director. Woo-woo. You what? Yep, yep. 
Independent Spirit Award nominee. Independent Spirit Award nominee. This is why you need me here. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) We all need our hype women. Sitting next to each other. (laughs) His new film, Spa Night, is now now available. Now available Um, on on um, iTunes, Amazon, Netflix. Wow, we're already there. Vimeo on demand. Dude, get that Netflix money. Go catch it, man. Okay. (laughs) Get it, Andrew. And of course, Ada Sang is the host of the awesome Saturday School podcast. Freelance journalist. Wait, freelance? No, you work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> freelancers work as well. <laughs> yes, freelancers are employed. Hottie, hottie curator. Hottie curator. Haikus on hottie calendar Founder, curator. Founder, um, Hot guy expert. Yes. yes. And um, you can catch her writing on PRI and... Other outlets. Other outlets, yeah. <laughs> All the Noise. Outlets. I feel like Marvin's so nervous right now because we're, we're live. We're totally prepared. Yeah, we, I can't edit this to make me sound smart. I'm I know. Very, so he's like, he's a little very, bit less very... flowy. He's like, we got to warm him up. No, you know just... what? I believe in us. I think that this I... is going to be great. This is going to be great. This is going to yeah. be good. It already is. Thanks to visual, com- visual Communications for letting us use their space to do this live stream. Um, it's huge. It's big. And this is going to be the future location of the Potluck Podcast Studio, which is going to be right there. In that noise. There. Oh, wow. So, uh, Oh, it's building out. I'm studio. Take a peek in there. Stay tuned, but let's get to it. So, the way spot ranking works is I need to stop playing with this. Yes, you do. But first of all, you guys, happy holidays. It's been like oh yeah, everyone's been scattered. I just yeah. want to say happy holidays because I just got here. Happy holidays. Yeah, Minji drove from the bay yes. last night. Oh yes, whilst drowning, dancing, drowning in the oblivion of Lincoln Park songs. No, apparently. there was only a couple. <laughs> Don't guess. One thing, <laughs> I don't know why. It exactly. doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I designed this rhyme to explain myself. So hard. Despite the way you're like the kids at the back of the classroom. All right, everyone. I don't have money to pay Mike Shinoda for the rights to this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're just trying to release some some of the negativity. Yeah. How was how was all your halt? You know what I learned. And I said this a little before, but people go watch movies on Christmas. How is that the thing that you're learning in 2016? <laughs> Isn't that like the peak time? It's not summer. I felt like Thanksgiving and Christmas were I like I never everything. knew that. I thought I was so smart. Let's go watch a movie. No one will be there. It's the holidays. And so have you never group. seen a movie? everyone on <laughs> Christmas before? No. That's what have I, you that, done? That's why all the movies come out on Christmas. I know. Right? I what guess that you, is the question. What have you done yeah, like in, on Christmas Day? What do you do on Christmas, Christmas Day? See, we always go on Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving and Christmas. We do both. Like, we yeah, do we both. do both because we think. can't. Listen, family time is great, but we can't do that much family. <laughs> so you, need, you need a couple we of hours where you just don't have to talk to each other. The longer the movie, the better. <laughs> we saw we saw two movies on Christmas Day. You saw them back to back, right? Uh, well, back to back in that we drove. We saw one in Santa Monica, and then we drove to Hollywood to see the other one. No yeah. way. Which We're, was not efficient, but we got to see the ocean, which was one of the. The goals. That's very nice. We did I was, that on I was New impressed. Year's. Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, we did. We did. We saw the ocean. Yeah. And then it's like a holiday thing. And then we were we we counted down in the car in the car and find parking. <laughs> <West Hollywood>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, I'm glad you're you you've been introduced. Wait, did learn. you watch Wonderful. a movie this Christmas? This Christmas I did. What'd you what watch? did you watch? I watched Rogue One. Again? Again? Okay. <laughs> I liked it. I haven't gone yet. Um, I wanted to watch. It, it was either that or Sing. Oh, I kind of want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that that pig. Like, Independent Spirit like, nominee, fun. Andrew on Sundance. Yeah. You know. It's in the tagline. Yeah, no. I wanted to watch it, Andrew on. <laughs> I want to watch Fences. 
It was good. Well, Viola Davis kind of stole it. Like, um, yeah. She overshadowed everyone else in that cast. Um, yeah, the trailer much. established that. It was, yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. can't wait to watch. A lot of movies still need to watch. Still need to watch. Denzel Washington is 62. Shut up. I just saw that Since yesterday when? on the internet, as of yesterday, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I think so. His birthday? I think yesterday was his birthday. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, that's like, he's 62 years old. Yeah, stay thought... away from him, 2016. Seriously. <laughs> Don't joke Why? about that. I was no serious. Don't joke about that. That was my first thought. <laughs> stay away. We got, we got, we got Leave two, him we alone. Got, we got two more days. So everyone calm down. Oh, man. Eat lots, lots of veggies. We Denzel. got no chill. Denzel. Everyone meditate and hug each other. Oh, Chris Lamb's watching. Hello, Chris Lamb. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he says thanks for the invite. At one wing at Chris. Ooh. Come over yeah. now. Bye. Come over now. Yeah, come over. You're not that far. Dot, Are you dot, in Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, more. No. Anyways, how was your guys' thanks? Oh, holidays. Holidays. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Christmas. Thanksgiving holidays, was great. Kwanzaa. Mm. Movies. Easter was really good. Easter was great. <laughs> Easter was great. How did St. Patrick's go, though? Mm, it was less good. It was less yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's just great. I love and it. And you? Christmas? Christmas yeah. was, uh, it was just like family stuff. Like, I have a baby nephew, um, but he's spending his first Christmas in Korea with my sister-in-law's family. Aww. So, like, my family just, like, shut down. It was Aww, like, oh, if he's not coming, like, we're not going to do anything. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> We're going to watch a movie. That's all you need. <laughs> it is getting number two soon. I am. I know. I'm very pregnant. Coming <laughs> any moment. All right. Well, I know Ada's time is very valuable, so we're going to get on to our spot. Well, it was her turn. I went and like, hear how her Christmas was. Yeah, how was, no, was Christmas? Okay. It was fun. Always hang, hung out with family. We I'm, haven't told Aria about presents. Oh. Aria's my daughter, about presents on Christmas, so she doesn't know about that yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very she? strategic. I like that. I'm learning. How old is, how old is Aria? She's two and a half. Aww. Right, so that's too young but to have friends still, to tell still, you about Santa. Yeah. yeah. But then she just doesn't expect presents at all? Yeah. That's amazing. So, so, she, so she's going to get like a year of Santa magic before like she finds out that. I mean, she sings like Jingle Bells. Oh, that's good. So she's that's like aware that it's like a season. She just hasn't gotten presents yet. So she. Well, I mean, she gets presents from other people, but she doesn't ask us for things. Oh. Nice. That's true. That's true. I'm trying to re- remember if parenting. I ever actually believed in Santa. I did. Because I feel like I've always known that the presents are coming from people. Oh, yeah. My bedroom was next to the chimney. I spent a good like four <laughs> or five hours trying to listen for him. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing. You see, our chimney was like blocked off. Like we're like, you know. Asian family don't use a chimney. Oh. We were in you an know? apartment, so no chimney existed. <laughs> so I was like, either he's coming through the screen of the window, or I don't know. But anyway, yeah. I don't know how I still believed in Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go? Yeah, let's... Um, really quickly, Phil is telling someone... Can, can you close that door? Oh. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> someone should close the door. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Live TV, <laughs> This is crazy. Chris, we're not playing you. We're being serious. Come down and hang out. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> collectively, we're going to come up with the top 10 moments. The official club cast top 10 list for 2016. So, basically, each of us will talk about a moment, either personal or community-based or overall, um, that you liked. And then we, as a group, will decide where it goes on the list. Wherever it's placed on the list is final. So at the end, we'll have a top 10 list. Got it. All right. So let's start with... I'm excited to see whose personal thing is going to end up in the top 10 list. (laughs) 
okay, I need a minute. Yours <laughs> <laughs> all personal. Yeah. No, let's they were start, not. No. Let's start with uh, Andrew. Oh, no. <laughs> As yeah. he was going for his drink. No. Um, uh, I guess, like, to talk about um, independent film. Because I feel like a, a lot of the conversation um, about what's happened to Asian Americans, like in uh, like film and TV representation, has been so focused on like mainstream Hollywood, you know, uh, the like, Emma Stones. Yeah, and- you know that that the actual films, you know, that um, showcase the kind of talent and and um, you know, creators that that uh, are awesome and that we want to support, like, don't actually get the um, the the bandwidth. And so I'm I'm um, you know I'm just thinking about um, like this past year at Sundance, um, there were five Asian American um, filmmakers with films win in competition. So Jason Liu with The Free World, Mira Menon with Equity. Um, myself with Spa Night, Soyoung Kim with Love Song, and Daniel Kwan um, with Swiss Army Man. And that's, like, crazy. Like, that's insane. Five out of 16 of the directors. Um, and then uh, on in theaters uh, this past year, over the summer, Soul Searching, um, Front Cover um, had releases. Spa Night had their R release. Um, that's three films with an entirely Asian American lead cast, you know, like in theaters. Um, and then coming up, uh, there's, um, Justin Chan's film Gook that's going to be at Sundance. And, um, there's another film, uh, Columbus by a Korean American filmmaker, Koganata with John Cho. Um, you know, there's a lot to be excited about. Um, and it's my hope that, you know, these films get, more press than Scarlett Johansson because I'm <laughs> real tired of talking about her. You All know, right. it's it's super exciting to see. Just like you know, Ada, I want to ask you based on that, like you know, because you've covered Asian American film for a long time. You know, what what makes this year extra special or different? Put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> She's well, being your hype woman, and you're just like throwing her under. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to answer like how this year is different than any other year, but I think I, I think it's true. You know, we um, think about mainstream films a lot, and there's a lot to complain about. Um, but I think we, a lot of times we overlook the smaller films, you know, that come out of the film festivals, um, and those are, you know, and then we assume that we don't have that many um, Asian American stories. Yeah. Um, and we do have them. We just sometimes have to go a little bit out of our way to go find them. And we should... Go. I mean, actually, nowadays, it's not that hard to go out of our yeah. way. Or you could go to Netflix You could now. go to Netflix. Watch Spot Night. Yeah. Now. Now. <laughs> Turn off the stream. Go watch Spot well, Night. Like, and going to... Like, having gone to a lot of festivals this year, like, like going to these Asian American film festivals, I see that they're, they're so um, robust and healthy. Like, there's so many people coming to see them and there's so many films and and not just like of one type there there's such a diverse program you know like just san diego asian film festival is like insane yeah Yeah, brian who actually i guess i could say that um uh, my co-host on um saturday school brian who is the artistic director of the san diego asian film festival and actually for the last i think this is our 11th year we always put together a top 10 Asian American film list, which is more like a list of films directed by Asian Americans. Um, and 
I guess just through the years, there's definitely been some years where we're like, uh, <laughs> I remember us talking about this. The first time I met you guys, we talked about that. The selection process is a, yeah, it's, yeah. It's but challenging I think like, sometimes. But I think there's definitely been, this year is pretty strong, I think. This year's pretty strong. And um, I think the last few years you can see, I think it's just like the community. Everyone's kind of getting more and more experience. You kind of see, you know, a lot of first-time directors like Andrew, but then a lot of, directors coming back and doing like their second feature and third feature and you know it only gets better yeah. and better hopefully right I think it's awesome I, I mean, looking back at just Asian American film in general it, it feels like you know indie films have always been like there's the pipeline between from indie to mainstream films just where we've been able to make some headway from Justin Lin to even um, Taika Waititi doing going from um, what we did in Shadows and Hunt for the Water People now to Thor like yeah. the biggest of Marvel movies huge yeah, yeah. so but it's also awesome. what, what Andrew's mentioning is like the people in front and the cast being so predominantly Asian American. That's been the coolest thing for me. And it, I apologize again, Andrew. I love you so much. It <laughs> took me nine months to see your movie. But that's what like blew my mind. That was actually a really happy thing. I was not that disappointed to miss it because I was like, your, your screening was, was packed. It nine months? Yeah, because it was at Sundance and I watched it in New York. Oh yeah, I so watched September. that today. Yeah, so that was like you saw it like eleven, 11 months. months. <laughs> <laughs> I went, no, <laughs> but it was amazing. And then to be in New York and see it on, in a movie theater in New York, and to have a diverse audience there, and to experience it in that way, that was really special too. So I don't know. And I mean, I, I guess with that, like one question that I would like to pose to the table is like, do you think there's a correlation between um, the rise of social media and like social content distribution and like this increase in visibility of Asian American independent content and potentially with that quote unquote quality. Um, like I wonder we're at 10 years of YouTube. Um, obviously platforms like Tumblr have been very much built around storytelling. Um, do you think that we're building through social media? We're sort of developing um, sort of a like guerrilla storytelling platforms in a way that are, teaching newer, gen younger people how to tell stories in an effective way? I feel like that's one pipeline um, because there's definitely, we've seen people go from making digital media to film, um, independent film. Um, but at the same time, I feel like the people making headway in the independent film came from like the film school background, right? The I think that's true. I, but, but to kind of like pick on another piece of what Sean is talking about is, um, you know, I think about, Spawnite's like reach, you know, and, and having people who might be interested in a film like this actually learning about it, um, you know, I think that I, I I don't think that without without social media, I don't think we would have reached those people. Right. And um, and I think about films that uh, you know Ada and Brian talk about in Saturday School, like it's like our one listener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like I've Loyal. listened to every episode every Saturday um, not right now they're hiatus, yeah, very prestigious listeners you know, like, <laughs> what's, what's that film is it cat, Catfish and Catfish and Black Beans yeah it's just like I wonder it's like how many people did that reach at the time like you know I, I'm sure there's so many people who were like oh that that film would have been so meaningful to them but they just never heard of it you know yeah because I think now you know things can be, be streamed online, so you can yeah. you know you can actually find it. Whereas before, maybe you would have had to go to that obscure film festival to go mm -hmm. see it. That's true. Yeah, I think the access is it, it allows the the smaller films that are made to get a bigger platform. Um, it's still a struggle. I mean, because 
with that platform, you also have like everybody trying to use it, you know, including, you know, Hollywood mega blockbusters <laughs> that throw, you know, millions of dollars in, in marketing. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a whole new class now of just like studio backed indies that like cost more than in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, it's like a tiny little indie starring Tom Hardy <laughs> or something. I don't know. I feel like there's more, you know, when we go to the film festivals, I was like, this is an independent film, but, um, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm not, well, anyway, I'm awesome. not against that. All right. Independent films. Ada, what's your entry? My entry. I know. I, I feel like I have to be strategic. Do we get two? Up to One, two. One, yeah. two. Um, <laughs> well, since I'm very pregnant right now, I think I'm going to have to talk about Ali Wong's special. No, that was yeah. mine. Oh, <laughs> you so mine. I have nothing else to talk so about now. I don't know. I should have given it to you. So I have forget, like, forget. I have four I had to choose from. No, but I mean, Will, are I, I you actually. pregnant? <laughs> I am. Actually, I am. I actually, I actually interviewed. Oh, hey, Brian! Her Brian's listening right now. Hi, Brian. Hi. Brian. <laughs> Ryan or Brian? Brian. Hi, Brian. Which Brian? You're Brian. The one we were oh, speaking hi, Brian. Of. <laughs> speaking of our lovely devil. The one that we were just making fun of earlier. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, because yeah, I had interviewed her for, I forgot for like Audrey magazine or something. So mm. I got to see she did kind of like a test run of this, the recording mm -hmm. here before she recorded it live. I forgot where, I, I think she did in Seattle or Portland or, or something. So I saw it way beforehand and I was just like, just seeing it live. I was like, oh my gosh, you just knew it was gonna be good. Because <laughs> like, I had seen the clips of her before, but you hadn't, I hadn't seen like her whole act, you know? And then just kind of seeing her on stage in that dress, seven, eight months pregnant. Like, I mean, she doesn't even acknowledge it for most Working of it. it. No. And she's like on the ground. Twerking. Like, she's like saying all these like crazy things. And I mean, she, she's just like such a talented writer and performer. So, um, and I think it, it's, I mean, it definitely was great for like Asian Americans, but it definitely went beyond that. I mm -hmm. think like it started a conversation for um, about like, women in comedy and motherhood and you know just sort of I don't know I think it reached like a whole you know a whole group of people who were just like thirsty for something like that you know <laughs> ceilings and barriers it, it made a big impact I remember there was a while where your my entire Facebook wall was just Ali Wong oh yeah. hell yeah. yeah and she was like the greatest Halloween costume all across everywhere really <laughs> you didn't see that yeah. Hella girls dressed huge. up as pregnant Ali Wong with the glasses and the striped dress. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. <laughs> I'm so upset that I didn't do it. <laughs> no, and um, she was like, she she was busy working on stuff, and then she spoke at our conference last year in 2015 when she was pregnant. I didn't know that it was this special. So then when I saw the actual thing on it, I was like, that's what it was. Oh my god, it was great. It was a great like coming together moment. And yeah. I think it's really cool because she's been around yeah like Ali Wong has been like a, a cornerstone of the comedy scene the Asian American comedy scene for well, yeah. over she, a decade she right? hosted like, collaboration like years yeah. ago yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. and so it's it's kind of cool how I think going back to that earlier point about you know how social media has allowed us to um discover a lot more independent media and a lot of folks who we wanted before I think it's really awesome that they're that folks like Ali Wong are getting their due yes because of it mm. So. I want to know the exact years too, and same thing for like when we talk about Randall. It's like he's been doing this for over twenty years. Yeah, and he gets I don't know his shine is 
so Yeah, you should check strong. out episode one of Saturday School, where Ada and Brian talk about Randall Park's long history of shorts. <laughs> Marvin knows <laughs> you're in Saturday School in every <laughs> I'm going to try. Like We're going to compete for number one fan of Saturday School, <laughs> me and Andrew. Do you have the same Have prestige? you listened to every episode? Oh. Oh. oh, make a quiz. <laughs> make a quiz Lightning actually, round. Actually, actually, our lecture notes are all really dumb quizzes. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever well, looked at I've, I've actually never I looked should, at the lecture I should probably well, subscribe if you listen to, to them, the... then you don't, if you don't listen to the episode, then you don't have to read the no. lecture notes, okay. right? All right. Um, all right, so the question here is, better above or below independent film? Oh. oh right? Like, we're doing, oh. it. doing this like, like now. Oh, we're doing wow, this, this now. This is so competitive. Oh. No, that's so above or in, below. Yeah, Damn, independent film versus Ali Wong is like so both important <laughs> in different ways. I'm sorry, I'm not handling. This. <laughs> <laughs> no, we tie. We're making the list. We tie. It's every every. <laughs> it's going to be start with it? ties. Yeah. It's just like an yeah. How did you come up with this spot ranking? Oh my god. Oh man. Can we, can we ask our our viewers? Yeah. What do they do think? They want to vote. <laughs> Do you guys want to They vote? should vote. That it'll get it'll be interactive. Brian, who? Brian you vote. There's there's gonna be a lag, but it's all good. <laughs> we should just contribute. How about how about we do one more and then we can spot start right. the vote. Okay. Yeah, let's all do right. three. Right. Let's, do one. Like let's do one more. One versus Yeah. All right. Who should we go with? Minji, do you have one? Are you just willy-nilly picking people? Like yeah. we're not going in a circle. Fine. Will do you <laughs> have No, 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 no. Minji, you can go first. <laughs> I got my stolen, so I have to think of oh, it. Oh, it's like white elephant up yeah, in here. It is. <laughs> you stole my subject. Uh, my moment was uh, when Alan Yang and Aziz Ansari won mm. their mm. Emmy mm-hmm. for Master of None. That was a pretty bright, shining moment. And I loved his speech. And, like, I don't know, specifically at the time when it happened, it was when I was in New York. And, like, it just, it was, I don't know. There were a lot of wins, but there was already so many annoying circumstances of the Scarlett Johansson and the Emma Stone. It's just been like a tirade of that, and we know this by looking at all of our Collabcast episodes where every week we had something new to complain about. It was a lot this year. It was a lot this year, just one after another. And so this it was just like a nice breath of fresh air, like a really great, well-deserved win. I don't know. That was like a great moment for me. I remember just walking around New York like, we got an Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And I just love the show. Does that count as two? No, it's just the yeah, and, and then I think it was also the the most like poignant episode of that right, season. Right, exactly. You know, it's the yeah. parent episode. I think people really resonated with that. And so the fact that it was for that episode, I think, was extra special for, especially for people within the community. Right. Did you guys cry? There's a lot of talk of tears when they watched that episode. I don't cry. <laughs> You're dead inside. Anyone else that's not dead inside? <laughs> We're total polar. I cried everything. Our producer Aubrey's dying right now. <laughs> she knows. I'm a robot. I feel yeah. like can we can we try and set up some sort of future collab cast where it's just like make Marvin cry. Oh, I'm down. Like <laughs> we we got to pick the right guest, but I think like, we could find someone with pain or what. <laughs> pain whatever, or whatever the strategy, whatever, whatever proves tears. that you're a human. Some sort of tears. <laughs> He's working in, and he loves the arts, and he feels nothing. <laughs> I just, okay, I get, I might get teary-eyed sometimes. Like, I, I do, like, I remember specifically getting teary-eyed at the end of Beethoven when I was a kid. Oh, my God. That was, like, Beethoven. the movie with the dog? Ago. That's who I referred to him as. 
Beethoven? Yeah. Well, I said if Minji. we were dogs. No, I said Minji. if we were dogs. Wait, I said about I said you're a Saint Bernard, and that's in my head. It was Beethoven. I said if we were dogs, he'd be Beethoven, and I would be like the Jack Russell Terrier. Wait, like, I'm like the him. wishbone. I'm, Maybe. I'm the wishbone. I'm the clumsy big oaf that's like knocking people over. No, you're like sleepy and want to eat bacon and hang out and with be with your family kind of guy. Okay, I can like see chill. That. Yeah. And I'm the one that's like jumping on your head. Like, let's go outside. Do Andrew. What's Andrew? I don't know. You can't put me on the spot. I only establish who you are. <laughs> Wait, I was asking about the episode though. Did everybody, did anybody cry? The parents episode? The parents episode of Master of None. I've, I watched it multiple times. I don't remember if I cried, but I did really love that episode I felt like it was something special. I didn't feel tears. Okay. Yeah. I did feel like... I'm just going to assume in any case yeah. that Marvin never cried. She doesn't cry. <laughs> I, I did feel like it was one of those moments, though, where it was like, it spoke so personally to me. And I was like, oh my God, is this what white people feel all the time <laughs> when they watch shows? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so specific to our cultural experience yeah. that I'm like, it, 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 it impacted me very deeply. And I never had felt like that watching home improvement or you know any of those shows, shows which i love which i love you know show. which is great but like you know it's like yeah. those i my family wasn't that you know but you know aziz's parents and like just the whole like just that whole episode i'm just like i was like oh my god i know exactly what this feels like yeah and i had the same feeling with like fresh off the boat and and all of these shows where i'm just yeah. like wow this is so crazy and it speaks so clearly to me there's something there's like a it, it, like a collective awakening in a way where like you know people within the Asian American community are realizing like oh like we've been starved of this <laughs> you know exactly so, and i feel like I'm, i want to say like it happened at the time when i was starting to talk more with my father about things that happened before like coming to the country and things back home but like, I wonder how many people would spur to like t- actually talk to their parents about their their immigrant experience. Right. You know, especially like, I think most of us here are second generation, right? Except for Sean. So, <laughs> although I will say I had that moment with um, Big Hero Six. Oh, mm. is like there was this. There were things in Hito's room, mm. like actual items that I was like, "Oh, that's my room," and like I remember <laughs> seeing. I cried actually many times in Big Hero Six, and one of them was just seeing like this thing called a daruma, which is like a Japanese doll. Well, oh, that's like, the paint the, in one eye. Uh, yeah, the, the big oval yeah, thing, right? Yeah, and it's like you paint in one eye, and then you make a wish, and then you paint in the other one when it comes true. Oh, that's kind of what it is. It's like a little bit more. It's a little bit less like wishy than that because Japanese people don't do that. But um, <laughs> uh, it requires hard work. We um, make things happen. But it, but but yeah, like there's something about those small things. I remember, um, I think it was in Fresh Off the Boat or maybe it was Spa Night where somebody's mom is like cutting a pear or an orange. It's an apple. Apple? <laughs> apple. See, fourth generation, we don't really. And so... Um, and like, there's a way that's being peeled. And I remember going on Twitter, and all these people were just like, "That's my that's childhood. That was my does. childhood right there." Yeah, and it was like a total background thing that's happening. Um, so I think there's something about that, like this small stuff. Yeah, which uh, it's cool, and I think it's it's funny. I think because like for for many of us who are in like Asian American media, we see these things on screen at like film fests and all of that, and so it's really and that's sort of where we go to get that fix. 
but then just like to stumble into a theater and see it there, it's yeah, kind of a whole other thing. We'd be watching the Emmy Emmys, mm-hmm. right? Watching mm-hmm. the Emmys and then hear like you know Alan Yang and Aziz sort of like do their thing. It was like oh, like that's it's weird to hear this in front of like. It's like, do you guys know the white people are listening? Like, they, they can hear us, you know? Like, Which was a crazy you know? thing. Is, I mean, he was, like, yeah. addressing them directly, too. He yeah. was talking yeah. directly. That was so powerful to me because the, when I, I saw them in person at the White House Gala thingy. Oh, the White so House, So the yes. two of them had had accepted oh, an award at right the now. Asian American Gala um, in a room full of Asian American people. And that was very meaningful and special in its own way. Uh, but then, you know, I don't know, it was just, like, another stage on, like, a much wider stage. Yeah. I meant wider, not whiter, but whichever Either way or. people are interpreting it. Bananas, ban- bananas. Yes. <laughs> bananas. Um, bananas. <laughs> you know. Um, but Apples and oranges. That's it, what I meant to say. <laughs> yes. No, it was, it was really special. It was really good. Cool. Awesome. All right. We got our first three. Okay. Now let's rank them. We're going to rank them. <sighs> so what is the criteria? Like, Just, is it impact? What's our rubric? Yeah. Feeling. 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 I go everything feeling. by feeling. How does it feel, you guys? Does Speaking feel of which, like I've been incorporating kimchi into my my diet because it's a probiotic oh. and it tastes great. But and it's also and it makes you feel things. It's apparently really good for your gut. Oh, because it like, gives you like you the get good gut from? bacteria. It's wrapping around. It's wrapping around. Got it's it. The bacteria. Yeah. So just uh, okay. Getting a jump on that. Well, we have, we have. I'm very happy tags. for you. I'm really excited because <laughs> it's the tags. best thing on the planet. We have name tags. What? I'm looking at us on this one. I think we should start doing like Jim Helper looks to the camera oh. whenever we're. <laughs> 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 like, why Office. are they talking about kimchi? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got bacteria, y'all. Right. Anyway. Got right. Are we rank? Are we ranking? We gotta rank them now. We gotta rank them. I, I feel like it's hard because, like, we're also comparing two specific moments with, like, an overall cultural thing. Because <laughs> independent cinema is just like. <laughs> <laughs> but independent tw- cinema, twenty sixteen. Asians in independent. Films. Let's say let's say Asians in independent cinema. A- Asian American achievements in independent cinema. So we're comparing okay, Andrew with. <laughs> yeah, basically. With Aziz Ansari yeah. and, and, and Ali Wong. Wong. Great, basically. Um, it's supposed to be fun, guys. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. you made it competitive, yeah. and now it's like, oh my God. who are I'm we actually, I'm actually going to say, I'm going to say independent cinema because I think that that is a lot of independent work comes from self-determined artists. Mm-hmm. Like That's it requires wrong. a certain amount of I'm going to make this happen, and then fighting through a lot of barriers to make it happen. I'm not at all going to pretend that like because he's sorry, Alan Yang and. Ali Wong haven't done that themselves, but I feel like there's something about investing your like sort of like putting it all on a film that may or may not get seen, may or may not get picked up, and then having it not only accepted but celebrated. Um, that to me is pretty powerful. Versus, um, like Baby Cobra had distribution through Netflix from the get. Um, Aziz Ansari had uh, Parks and Recreation under his belt. Alan Yang had uh, Parks and Recreation right mm-hmm. under his belt. Um, so, not at all to diminish, you know, Ali Wong and Aziz Ansari and Alan Yang, but I feel like it's kind of cool that we're, we have this generation of Asian American filmmakers and artists who are totally like, I'm just going to do this. 
and yeah, maybe that represents the collabcast spirit. Ah, yes. <laughs> Except instead of just say, instead of titling it Asian Americans in Independent Film, we should just title it Andrew on Andrew on We can put AA in Independent Film and just leave it up to our interpretation. Whether that's Andrew on or Asian American. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever way you want to look at it. I will say one thing that's cool about Spawn specifically, though, and Andrew and I have talked about this, is that a lot of the reviewers who have like not been as enthusiastic about it, if you read their reviews, it's mostly just they didn't get it, mm. and like they just didn't want to take the time to understand it. And for me, I'm like, the fact that it's gone as far as it has, despite all these white people being like, I can't identify with this, shows the power <laughs> of the film and the way that it's resonated with the audience that it's about, mm-hmm. okay. um, which I think is pretty cool. So I'm I'd okay that with that. First. Wait, so, so you're okay with that? So where does Ali Wong and Aziz Ansari Okay, and this is just take me the cheating. Lead. Take the lead. But let's put Ali Wong second and Master of None third only because... 2016, they won an award, but the um, show was actually 2015. I like this idea. Mm. Down. I, I enjoy Technicalities. <laughs> Part, okay, I'm just going to be a total devil's advocate just because I want to make a push for Allie. Y'all, we're going to be here for five hours. This is why this I don't know I don't know if I agree with this process, but I just want to <laughs> say, like, I for me, out of these three, even though I contributed Aziz Ansari and Alan Yang, Allie's pretty special just because of what she has persevered through mm-hmm. and like what a breakthrough that is like mm. that means her medium which is comedy is just so incredibly brutal and i feel like people are the most unforgiving when it comes to stand-up comedy mm. i've just seen it and i've been to so many stand-up comedy shows where i'm trying to do like the i'm here for you yeah, yeah. oh yeah i'm pretty brutal with stand-up comedy yeah, yeah. right and like so i don't know it's just it means a lot that that um she's she's done a great job with with uh, the spirit and the grace and you know. All right, I'm gonna allow ties now because <laughs> now you. So now yeah. we're just like making up rules. I just wanted as to we, make a yeah. top ten list. It's all. Yeah, I, I think maybe, Why don't we like have some discussion, but then we add another one in, and maybe I know maybe that, as well, we. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, it's it's we're, we can add things in the middle. Can I just it's can just, I just like unilateral decision right now? Yeah. Let's do independent <laughs> Ali Wong, Aziz and Allen. Okay. Even though, but Min, I think Minji's making a case yeah, for she's trying to make for Ali Wong as one. As oh, as one. one. Oh, I see. Yeah. See, I would tie it though. This is why it's terrible. It's, I'm not a. <laughs> I, may, maybe I'm wait. Okay. Judge. Let's let's leave the. Let's leave it to the two podcast hosts. So, like, Marvin, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm Marvin, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we just then we will contribute. be here all day. Yeah. How about we get a fourth one in and then we <laughs> let's contribute a fourth? I don't know. The, like, yeah, how let's go, let's go the next have this one. be a fourth? Yeah, we can, we, this this can be a fluid list, right? How about if we just do yeah. five yeah. and then only one of ours doesn't make the list? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. We cut one. Yeah, we cut one. And that person is shunned for life. <laughs> Forevermore. Yeah, that person never leaves. Voted, voted off a cloud cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can never return. Let's all work together, guys. Let's collaborate. <laughs> Get out of here. It's not like the definitive list. It's just a fun top ten that we're doing. All right. Did you all just right. look into the camera? <laughs> I'm looking into the camera. We're live. Hey. Broke the fourth wall. All right. Uh. Well, let's... Sean. Oh. Uh... So wait, we we are allowed two, right? 
Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, three. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I think like the first one is more solid. So um, this election sucked for a number of reasons. But through that. Um, so are our phones okay? Are we, are we silenced? <laughs> are we good? Um, I think, though, even with it, we still got two senators um, out of it who are pretty significant, not only because they're amazing politicians, but also just because of who they are and sort of like what they push through. So in California, we got Kamala Harris, um, mixed race, black and Indian um, and the American. And then we got um, Tammy Duckworth, who is um, mixed white and Thai. Um, in Illinois, I believe, and Tammy Duckworth, who has had like a really illustrious career, was a vet, um, and just this year had some like racist shit said to her at a debate. So like it's it's um it's it's kind of one of those things where I feel like we we talk a lot about this year as being one of a total dumpster and like things like you know falling apart, but I, I think it's also important to recognize that. Within the political system, there are still a lot of really bright lights Mm -hmm. um, who are going to be advocating for things that I think many of us align with. Um, And so it's important to continue to be vocal and vigilant because those are the folks who are going to be making sure that our voices are heard within the larger political system. So I just wanted to wanted to give a shout out to Tammy Duckworth and Kamal Harris because I think that they got kind of lost in the general sadness that followed in the days after yeah. when it really, we should be celebrating, celebrating both their victories um, along with all the other firsts um, yeah. across the country. There's like the first, um, was a Somali Muslim? Yes. American yes, yes, yes. Um, Senator. Yes. Was she Senator or representative? Uh, senator, I believe. Yeah. In, um, yep. I believe Michigan. Yes. Or, that yeah. Right. And yeah, a lot of wins. So, okay. I actually got to interview Kamala Harris back in the day. Oh yeah. Oh, very She's cool. dope. Very powerful. I was just like, I don't know how to speak to you. Yeah, she seems like she gets shit done. Yeah. From what I've seen of her. But also just, she's so kind. I was just, I was super intimidated. But she was very, very, she like calmed me down. because <laughs> um, And then because words, yep. they, yeah. Yep. <laughs> she's like, yep. it's okay. I hear you. <laughs> Thank you for supporting me. So that's my first, wait, do we get a second one now or do we vote no, and then? Round one. Oh, round one. Oh, oh round we're doing two rounds. We gotta come back. Rounds. I didn't. We're just making up all the rules as we go. BT dub. Oh, Clubcast where the rules don't matter. It really really doesn't. But hmm, let's let's try. Let's try, guys. Let's try, guys. I'll try. (laughs) We have to like rank politicians versus (laughs) Ali Wong. This is the exact problem that people had with collaboration back in the day. They're like, "Why are you guys computing comedians versus dancers and singers?" Oh, so this is kind yeah, of like reminiscent. A yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're bringing it back. Spirit of collaboration. Yeah, this is spirit of collaboration. <laughs> we put everything in one big pot. <laughs> All right, Marvin. Where, where do we put this? Where do we put Kamala Harris? And oh, I'm going to leave with all of you to pick that because that's, that's not a fight I'm going to get into. I was not <laughs> part of the creation of this voting process, so I feel like thrown under the bus a little bit. I put it in the email. It no, but I thought we were. I thought we were just doing. Okay, I said I we were but, spot ranking, but I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, I didn't know what spot ranking. Meant either. All right, how about we just come up with our top ten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No order. Yay! Oh, throw okay. the Fine. power. One we of these did days, it. We did yeah. it. Guys. <laughs> it's more efficient that way. One of these days we will spot rank because there's some dumb things I want to spot rank. But yeah, anyways. I think you can spot rank when they're all in the same category, mm. like spot ranking. 
like daughter they were all film moments. Asian American top pop culture moments yeah. and you are top ranking 10. them by impact yeah. that you could spot rank or like the men in haikus on hotties yes like, Calendar, yeah, can we do I that as well can spot, yeah. spot. That, that, I, I put that above Andrew on in Independence Day <laughs> 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 what is what is your what is your submission your first your first submission well is this similar to yours wait so are we doing top 10 or top 12 we'll do top 12 Okay, yeah. so it's, this is a moving target, but yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because there's, there's six of us, right? Yeah, we've been so saying top of, ten as well. Oh, so anyway. all of our picks get in and they get ranked. Well, we can, we can decide which two don't make it in. How about that? Yeah, that was my idea. <laughs> Just double. <laughs> and then Marvin, shun go. people. Right, neither of those are going to Including go. shunning yeah, we'll, Neither of mine are We'll just do in. top moments and that's then there's 12. How about that? <sighs> Doing for you so there's less drama between me and Minji so he doesn't murder me in the middle of this podcast. Who is he talking to? The camera. Um, by the way, uh, we're going to take a quick break right now because oh. oh. no, m- producer oh. Aubrey needs to change the battery in her camera. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Um, stop the stream real quick. Live then, TV. Yeah. Hashtag be right back. We'll be, stay we'll with be, us. We'll be back in like a minute. And welcome back. Sorry, guys. We got to change the battery really quick because producer Aubrey didn't bring her charger cord. Producer Aubrey. Why are you putting everyone <laughs> Thanks, under Aubrey. the bus, dude? Listen, you... It's live, live. <laughs> We're back, you guys. Welcome back to episode 100. <laughs> what was that? There's a lower third. You guys third. can't see it, there's but there's third. like a, a lower right third, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. That's what it was. Oh. oh I see. And... <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it happen. <laughs> we also have a, another card for donations. If you'd like to donate to Collaboration, help keep this podcast and all our programs going, you can donate now at, am I pointing to it? Donate, www.collaboration.org slash donate. Oh, is it up? No. These are tax no, deductible donations, you guys. We should have just like, had this from the, like, we're this a fucker. <laughs> all right. So in case you missed it, um, we are now doing just a general top 10 list. Or no, maybe 12. 12. Yeah. Top 12. We top overthrew the... Top moments. The monarchy. My grand plan has failed. It's true. I, it's I, evolved. The you don't have to say it's failed. Evolved. It's all how you look we at it. We collaborated and came up with something more efficient. Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I feel like at? it's a Pokemon. Collaborated with a K. Or Mina. Mm-hmm. I would like to, to enter... Hmm. Well, since Minji brought up going to the White House, um, Champions of Change this year included Jenny Yang, our friend, Woo! our friend Taz Ahmed, and yep. Minji Chang here got to go meet Obama and touch his hand. That's like my fa- best moment of <laughs> life. <laughs> and it's in the yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's not in the running. Right? It's the Champions for Change. Well, also meeting Minji meeting Obama. That was pretty amazing. White House. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the Asian American White House Initiative. For Asian Americans, the White, the White House, House Initiative Asian- on Asian yeah. Americans and Pacific Islanders. Yes, yeah. we happy. We happy. Um, yeah, um, that was a good moment because I liked hearing about your guys' trip <laughs> on this a lot. The softest hands <laughs> and seeing our spoon faces, specifically mine with my eyebrows. No, but, but yeah. it was it was it was really really cool to be in that space and to watch Taz and Jenny, each of them, like get their moment to talk about their work and to just get recognized in such an important arena by like 
just incredible people. On top of the fact that it was also we're like we're the younger generation too. I don't know. It was just very. It was it was really inspiring. Just remember that like things that we do here in little old LA with our friends for fun a lot of times and you know with purpose. But it's like it reaches a large audience. It makes a large impact, and um, there are a lot of eyes and ears that are very hungry for that. This is in the second reference to starving. You said we were starving for something. Or oh, representation. Yes, yes. yes. representation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're very hungry for these stories, for these artists. It was very cool. Yeah. And how soft are those hands? Very, very soft. Hmm. Who's watched Barry? I watched that recently. I haven't seen it. I heard that Gracie Boggs is in it. Yeah. As a character. I freaked out. That's awesome. Who plays her? I don't know. I should know that. I should look into. Hmm. Someone should fact check that right now. Someone. I keep will, pointing. Will, will I look terrible if I'm on my? I'm on um, my I've been on my computer this whole time. <laughs> Sean's not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Plays Grace Lee Boggs. Okay. Yeah. You talk. That's your thing. That was my moment. That was your, okay. That's, I, I, that was my moment for Minji for to talk about her trip. Aw. Mm. But you live. You watched the whole thing, right? Yeah, it was you awesome. Watched I watched stream. Taz do her poem in front of. I guess her family was there, right? And yeah, it was really, really, really cool to see people I know in front of the White House committee and talking to the president and stuff. It's also like, I think when people like people do so much community work, it's nice to get recognition because you can, you can lose motivation and, and you can um, feel really, you know, weary about the process. And so I I think it's just a, a way to keep the people who are doing the good work going. Right. I mean, okay, so I've this is something that Marvin and I have like debated because everyone there are people out there who get salty about like I don't want recognition. I don't need your validation to make me do or not do my work, right? Or say or not say this or to make well, or not I do, make I, this. I do all for the props. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there's so many ways to go about this and like I have no issue like which I was it about the Oscars? It was something where it's like <laughs> we were trying to like invalidate these systems where like well Oscars are crap and I was like well I would still like one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like I mean I think I think there's something about like having titles that allows you into rooms and into mm-hmm. tables that you wouldn't be able to otherwise. And so, yeah, like, I'm not going to do my work so that I get invited to the White House, but I recognize that by saying that I'm producer-curator of Tuesday Night Cafe, that allows me a certain amount of gravitas in certain situations, so I'm able to have productive conversations to continue the work that I do. So there is something about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that. And so, yeah, (laughs) Being, being able to say, like, I think, you know, like, like Taz's work speaks for itself, yeah. but like by being able to say that she was a champion of change, yeah, I would hope that. And I think if, if her other stuff didn't convince you already, then you would at least be like, yeah, to listen to that. And there's that whole thing where um, I think it was Chris Din who mentioned on one of our podcasts this year. I think it was episode seventy something, but he was You're saying so good at that. talking about the that. impressionist movement and how there even then there were two move there were two like mindsets. One was like we got to get into where the mainstream is and like prove our worth and the other one's like like screw them let's do it all on our own you know we don't need their validation right so it's I think it's that struggle is inherent in just all like you know you want your work to stand on its own but at the same time like there are also like perks to being recognized by including the encouragement (laughs) I just hope that we stays in in function (laughs) 
next year. They will. There's enough people. Like, here's the thing. I think we've reached a pretty great critical mass, kind of in a way, emotionally and artistically, and in numbers. Like we, everyone gets the importance of the work now. I think, especially all the crappiness of this year, actually really solidified that for a lot of people who were oblivious to what the connection was. I, I feel like I have to explain less when <laughs> I talk about collaboration, which mm. is great. You know, I'm like, oh, we, we work on improving diversity in media. Like, that's so important. And before, I'd be like, well, why? What is that about? <laughs> like, why do you need to do that? And so, I don't know. I, I believe that if there's not, you know, there'll be somebody to keep it going. Yeah. I believe. All right. We're back to you, Andrew. Breaking song. Oh. I didn't Wait, go yet. Wait, Will didn't go Wait. yet. I didn't oh, go we skipped Will. This is my Christmas day. This is why I cried. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um... I will put in hashtag starring John Cho. Oh. Yeah. I think that was a really big one this past year. Uh, and surprisingly so. I didn't, I just remember when it popped up onto my Facebook, like the the trending thing. I was like, what, 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 what is this? <laughs> and then, uh, and I, 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 I'm just, I, I'm personally just surprised at how popular it got. Um, and I didn't know that, so many people would like it would resonate with so many people but it was kind of during that time when i think ghost in the shell came out um the announcement came out and and stuff like that so i think will you who is the guy that created the um the hashtag uh i don't even think he thought really anything of it and then it just became so big and from what i hear is he's like just like killing it and like well yeah. holler can you like come join the conversation <laughs> yeah. we actually um i was able to meet him at the aj conference this oh, cool. year he came to speak he's a very well-spoken dude he's super young he's like 20 like early 20s uh-huh. like he works at a ad agency so he's like photoshopped it together yeah just I to love do it. it yeah and, and he's he's a very good speaker he, he's mm-hmm. he, he gets it yeah, so, yeah. and and it, it just I, I just remember it just sparking uh, the hashtag constance woo um, starring Constance Wu, that one too, and it's just like, you know, representation and and in the media and stuff. I think it was just important for a lot of us. That was a, that was a huge topic for this past 2016. So I, I thought that was a that was like a surprise thing that came up, and I I liked it. That was cool. Yeah, I think I don't know if it was that hashtag, but it was at a We on the Eighth gathering. One of these, I have no sense of time. <laughs> I don't know when it was, but it was around that time because uh-huh. we were talking about this. And um, one of, you know, everybody's welcome to We Own the Eighth. It's predominantly Asian American Pacific Islander. Um, We had uh, um, a a black girl who I just, is so amazing what she's trying to do to talk about interracial relationships Mm -hmm. and she's making all these short films. But like the one contributing comment that she made at one of these meetings was like, I didn't know you guys had any issues with not being seen. And the irony in not being seen is like, I didn't know you cared about any of this. And, you know, in the black community, there's their own conversation and their own issues with representation and the stories that are told and how right. they're presented. Um, but she's just like, I didn't know this was even a thing. This is like really mind blowing. Mm-hmm. And to hear people get vocal about it, it's fascinating. And it's very like, I don't know. She, she cared so much about yeah. it, even though it's not her personal, you know, yeah. a, a struggle or what have you. Yeah. But she's like, this is really cool. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I think what was also cool about it was it was super proactive. Like, I feel like for the decade plus that I've been sort of, like, reading and involved in a lot of the uh, 
like Asian American media stuff and like Asian American activist circles and all that, I feel like representation is like the number one conversation that comes up and it's always like it was to a point where I was kind of, to be honest, super tired of it. And I was just like, I don't want to sit another panel where we're talking about representation. I can't, I just can't do that to myself. But then to see like the amount of proactive stuff that was happening this year where people were like, rather than just like writing about how hard it is to not be seen, they were like, well, let's just put ourselves in posters and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like you see producers across the internet um, creating work that directly addresses it either directly or indirectly. It's, been cool to see that we're at a point where um we're just making stuff happen mm-hmm. and, and in a fun know, way in a fun way i love mm-hmm. and a tongue, tongue in cheek a tongue in cheek kind of, yeah as sean was chris pratt in the jurassic park poster yes oh, yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah. totally just playing the whole video in my head now that was amazing um, i don't know if i i would i actually did a story recently about just kind of these hashtag like hashtag activism so i think jumping off of that i think asian americans were pretty good at like hact- hashtag activism this yeah year. yeah because with everything we love it like if you look at like asian politics like we love a good chant right so hashtag activism is kind of like digital chanting what chanting? a little bit like a protest? In Asia? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Asian people oh. love chanting. Or like baseball games. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's almost like... But it's kind of like organizing, right? Oh, like organizing people like in an online protest, you know? And yeah. then seeing how many people show up. Because, I mean, it ha- happens in entertainment, like make make Mulan, right? And I think 18 Million Rising has done a lot of yeah. good stuff. But even in politics, like, I was thinking about um, with the um, Kazir Khan and Gazala Khan mm-hmm. thing when... It's sort of like the one, two, three thing where she, he gave the speech and then Donald Trump like said something stupid about how she wasn't allowed to talk. And then she like wrote that op-ed like, oh, yeah, I have stuff to say, Donald Trump. But then like the hashtag that came after that was, um, what was it like? Can you hear us now? Which is like Muslim American women yeah. like using that to kind of not only like support her, but just... I don't know, starting this movement online and being yeah, like, I mean, hey, yeah. this is, you know, so it's like, I, I feel like this year was really powerful for that, like, and it kind of showed how, you know, we're we're learning how to really organize these hashtags really fast. And um, Yeah, and like, I, th- I think a lot of that also came out of, like, as most things, like, a lot of black women on Twitter sort of utilizing the platform back in, like, 2013, 2012. I mean, looking back to, like, what Sui Park was doing, knowing, you know, controversial figure perhaps but like the work that she did really i think um was a lighting rod to a lot of for a lot of people to jump on the internet and like start conversations in mass um and a lot of that was based out of work that had been done in like black and black queer communities on twitter um before that so what after like now your asian sidekick we saw like the rise of like all these hashtags starting and i think this year was also like what praise in the asian was around for like five minutes where it was just people posting selfies <laughs> of like themselves, which is cool, but it's like, but but like that as well came out of um, Blackout Day, I think, which is where it was a bunch of like black folks posting selfies of themselves. Mm. So I think like we're sort of seeing a lot, like I think that Asian Americans are borrowing, as we always have, from a lot of like um, black American um, activism. And I think that we're doing it in a way where we're looking at the models, but then making them our own. Um, and so I think like it, it's, it's kind of cool to see how we've been 
we've been we've been learning <laughs> and yeah. growing even to this generation we're like learning from kind yeah. of people who have done in the past and, and yeah. now it's so quick like even so like quick. the i am asian american thing that you guys were a mm. p- part of the oh, getting asian americans yeah. out to vote like that was pretty powerful yeah. too yeah and that's it was interesting to see how that evolved on its own because again you can create a hashtag where you're not prompting everybody hey guys talk about this right yeah. like the same thing of like can you hear us now it's going to kind of, it takes a life of its own and you never know what to expect. Um, so that was, that was really fascinating to see. And we, then from there, we got to see, oh, this hashtag, it was it was for voter registration, but then to see how long-lasting and evergreen that hashtag and statement is and where we can go with it far beyond just getting people out to vote was really, really fascinating. Because sometimes you're short-sighted. You're like, well, this is the event and the campaign we're focusing on. Yeah, and in many ways, I mean, not at all to say that hashtags are the way of the future because I have a lot of feelings about hashtags. But (laughs) I think like there's something about how the older model was let's create an organization um, or like a newspaper or a collective um, I mean, even visual communications where we're sitting in right now, what came out of like the, the yellow power movement. Right. Um, and people came together cause there was a need to amass Asian American media and to create new Asian American media. Um, whereas now, like if you create a hashtag that can kind of play that role on a smaller scale and perhaps more grassroots, but you can, if you did create a hashtag that was centered around like just gathering Asian American media, that's an archive in itself. Um, so it's an interesting hashtags, I think are a lot more powerful once you understand what they can do and how they can be used. Um, it's just a matter of, I think, getting the right critical mass of people to buy into them. But yeah. Yeah. Can I piggyback and contribute another moment after Will said? Okay. My second one is changed from the the original one I was going to contribute, but it's about Will and it's, it's related to the hashtag thing because it wasn't really a hashtag, but it was the title of your event. Damn, that was mine. The, the, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I win again. Um, <laughs> but it was, it's, I guess, I guess what, like a soundbite or like how phrases or things just kind of capture it and presenting. And my ScarJo presents was its own little co- comedic, satirical, but perfectly fitting mm-hmm. soundbite to encapsulate all the feelings and all of the irony <laughs> and all the idiocy, like all of it. Um, and that's what's so funny. Cause when you were, you made it, you were so shocked. Cause you're like, why are all these people RSVPing? Why are they all sharing this? Um, Cause you didn't have the intention of making, you know, and I think that's funny too about the, the viral hashtags and ones that like catch fire. Mm-hmm. People make it. Will that will you, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if he ever expected or intended for it to become like a huge thing. He's just doing something for fun. Mm-hmm. This is funny and meaningful to me. And yeah, so my other moment would be the ScarJo Presents movement <laughs> that begun this year, which led to the Asian AF, right? And it all evolved. Yeah. And now there's these great shirts. I still need to get one. Oh yeah, I almost wore it today. Oh, that been cool. Yeah, does it just say oh. Asian AF? No, it says oh. um, it's those like shirts. That, it's the roll call shirts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like Scarlett and Emma and, and Tilda T- and Matt. <laughs> Can you make t-shirts that just say Asian AF? Because I would wear yeah, that. Yeah, I could do Hell that. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, often. Just this year, I also learned what AF means. Huh? What do you say? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Oh. Um. Yeah, that was a. I missed that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that was a that was a cool thing that happened. It was one of those things where, yeah, I just 
decided, oh, I'll call it Scarlett Johansson Presents API Heritage Month. And um, when I initially sent out those um, invites on Facebook, a lot of the response I got from my friends, um, because those were people I sent it to, they got mad at first. They thought, they were like, what is this? And then um, when they clicked on it and saw the, the description of it, they were like, oh my God, that's genius. This is so funny. <laughs> people got mad? So, people got mad, yeah. They, Why are they, people getting mad? Because the, the connection the isn't there, Sean. The, it, 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 was, there, you know. it was right at that moment. It was right at the moment where when Ghost in the Shell first came out and people, the outrage yeah. was... Was real. This is why people and, on the internet need to calm down. And <laughs> then, and then, so when they saw that, and they saw that it was Scarlett Johansson presents Asian American Pacific Islander Month, uh, Heritage Month, they, they, they were like, "What is, what is, what is she, what is she doing? What is this? What is, what's going on?" You know. And then uh, diversity. It's really yeah. it's her PR people uh, trying to yeah. make good man. with Asian. And then, you know, and then they see the description saying that it's an Asian American comedy show, uh, improv show. Uh, you know, they thought it was great and. It got shared so much, and you know, like the first day, I was like, okay, maybe you know, like maybe like fifty people will come to the show, and then like within a, a week, there were like two thousand people that like were invited, and like two thousand people that were interested in the event and stuff like that. And I was like, what? <laughs> what happened? What's going on? <laughs> um, but I think uh, what also what I heard after the show was that um, people felt like it. it they, I, I was told that it, it was very cathartic for a lot of people who were feeling a lot of emotions during that time. And, you know, people were very, uh, yeah, it, it was angering for a lot of people. So it just helped ease the pain a little bit. And it, that was a cool thing. Well, it's just like, it's, it's such an, um, like as much as like we're talking about like hashtags, it's nice to also like have a physical space where people can like totally. talk to each other. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, I think that that's, um, it's a really valuable, um, like, outgrowth mm-hmm. of, like, what is a, like, an internet thing. Um, it was really amazing because that night, actually going to the show, there were so many different people. And we know yeah. this because we're at so many different Asian American events in L.A., but it was such an eclectic yeah. mix of people. It really it, it, that made me so happy yeah. because... I'm just going to be real. Like it's hard to get certain people to come out to certain events. Mm -hmm. It's just not their scene, but I feel like, I don't know with good comedy and something that's again, people were starved. People were starved. They're starving. This is 2016. The the, the year we stopped starving. (laughs) But, um, no, it was really fun. And then like to be in that same room and it was packed also because I'd been to another improv show in Mm -hmm. that same room. And that show was like a third full. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I, I, I say it. I don't know how true this is, but it's the most attended show at UCB. Yes. So, Is there an upcoming? There is. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple shows coming plug, up in the new plug. year. Oh, yeah. Should I just plug it right now? Plug, yes. plug uh, it away. Plug it away. There is, there's an Asian AF show, which is uh, a var- Asian American variety show at UCB Sunset coming up on Saturday, January 21st. You can find that on Facebook. And then there's a next Scarlett Johansson Presents show, which is called Scarlett Jet. Scarlett Johansson presents opening night of the Great Wall on <laughs> February 17th. That's a Friday. Um, please come to that one. Or those two. Yeah. We'll be there. I'll be at the February one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's amazing because not only did you sell out, like not sell out, but like fill up. Filled up, yeah. The Sanctum Room, which is huge. You also Sanctum. sold out. So, it, so those two shows led to you getting your own main stage show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on UCB Sunset, yeah. which sold out in like a few days. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Like there were people. Like we were in line. People were like walking down. Like anyone have any extra tickets? Yeah. I gotta see this show. Crazy. (laughs) It's so crazy. But it just shows like. Yeah. It just shows that people really just want to see representation. You know, see themselves on the stage. As as small as like a a comedy theater is, it's like even that. That's they need that. You know, and so. Uh, that's start somewhere. Yeah. That, that's a big, important start yeah. too. And then for me, what my hope is is that on these stages is like from from these shows, we'll find the next Stephen Young, we'll find the next John Cho, we'll find the next Constance Wu, we'll find all these people. And, and dude, then, Julia, though, I still I rave about her at your Asian as book show. Um, is it Julia or what's what's her name? Connie? No, what's her name? Connie. Yeah. Connie. Yeah. Why did I say Julia? Yeah, I was like, Connie Julia? is amazing. Yeah. She's Can't so edit good. live radio. <laughs> the, the, the apple peeling. Again, it yeah, comes back to that. Peeling. She was so good. Yeah. So. And I was um, in a very funky, weird mode, but she like cracked mm-hmm. me up. Yeah. She I mean, broke so through it. My uh, mom uh, never did that. Yeah. The, the spiral. The spiral cut? Yeah. I don't think my mom. Oh, all right. That. I think it also like I'd also like to give a shout out to Jenny Yang, mm-hmm. yeah, like comedy. one of her comedy, comedy, one yeah. of her goals for comedy, comedy yeah, was to get one. Asian Americans <laughs> like, on, like that, for wait, 2015. No, it's not. Okay. It's not. I'm saying like for 2015, like her her whole thing was like I want to do comedy comedy festival to normalize mm-hmm. um, going to comedy shows in within Asian American mm-hmm. within Asian America, and so I think like I'd like to think that that like this is a continuation yeah it really that. i mean it really is we've we've had talks um after this past comedy comedy festival where we wanted to do kind of smaller shows in between and essentially what scarlet became was yeah that idea so scarlet and now asian af so um yeah that's it's it's awesome. all kind of stemmed from the comedy comedy festival which is another thing that is great and we've talked about a lot yeah amazing okay Andrew, that was a bumpy transition. No, okay. Um, I feel like I feel like it's we're just like all smooth, like being so supportive of each other, and 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 I don't think I don't think anybody else is going to mention this, but I would like to because I'm a I'm a big consumer of the work that you guys do, but it's uh, potluck. Oh, yeah. You looked at my list, didn't you? I didn't look at your list. Do you have that on your own list? Yeah! Chris actually came! You said you were playing, so I came. Yeah! We meant it, and you came! Grab a chair. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Chris Lamb is here, guys. Chris Lamb is here. Is that a cord hanging out of your pocket? Oh, yeah, you, you are. You and I are two of a kind, my friend. <laughs> I'm walking around with a tail, which is my charger. I guess we added. What's up? Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me ish. <laughs> <laughs> Slash letting me uh, crash crash this. No, we're happy. I promise I won't derail this too much. He found us. Um, he, fa- he found our secret location the- that we that we revealed so earlier. We're, we're, we have um, one less viewer now because you're here and you're not watching. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll, I can play it on my phone if you want. Okay. Just yeah, mute it and then. We'll yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Potluck. Potluck. So I just I just <laughs> Chris to to. To keep you up to date, so we just I, we're going through the list. What was the last thing that you heard? 
before you like drove over here. Well, the drive was 30 minutes, so. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He heard us let's saying, come anything. here. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Let's just, I'll catch up. So Don't I, worry. We'll catch my, up. my second submission to the list is um, Potluck Podcast. And, and I think what's really cool about it is that um, they're also different. Um, the diversity is is really exciting, and and I also think that it's an opportunity to tell stories um, in a way that uh, can feel more immediate. Um, you know, especially working in film, like it takes years to develop a project, but um, you know, with these podcasts being able to like bring in a guest and have them tell their story. Um, in a very direct way, you know, is really huge and, and, and helpful. And, um, and I think just shows off kind of the richness of, of, um, our community. Yeah. Awesome. So for listeners who haven't been listening or people watching right now, um, potluck podcast collective is a new podcast collective that, um, a bunch of us, um, started up a bunch of us, Asian American independent podcasters kind of came together and just said, let's just work together do stuff together um promote each other and so um will's part of it minji and myself are part of it um, ada is part of it as well uh with with our podcasts what happened to your and podcast great question <laughs> really good question you know. keep going keep going. Sean's, keep going we're going sean's podcast is on hold well that's this thing it's like everyone's super busy it's it's i don't know still astounding that we're at 100 episodes i oh. still can't really believe it I'm seriously yeah, like I'm, blown I'm away. Pretty, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. <laughs> all the things both of you do, it's huge. Yeah. And thinking about just like the guests that you've had and, and kind of how many different facets of, you know, the community that you've been able to, to talk about, even with, you know, it's like, um, as telling Marvin, um, collaboration presents and there's the interview that you did with your, um, uh, your friend in DC, mm-hmm. the restaurateur, and like I was gripped, and I know like I know nothing about the restaurant business really, and and there's something about that that felt really um, kind of like it 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 broke the community for me in a way where mm-hmm. I'm like oh like it, it 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 can include more, you know, um, so so yeah, I I just really yeah. love the the work that you guys do and yeah, we're. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Andrew. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's um, I think we all we all came to podcasting because we all listen to different podcasts, and you know, we're we're we're. It's it's also like just the barrier to entry is kind of low, so it's really about putting out good content that people listen to, and you know, it's it's always great to, especially even this podcast. Like after a hundred episodes, like people, like, excited about what we're going to talk about next. So. That's weird too. We get I am like, like I listen to your thing. I'm like, huh? Like why? You why do you listen to it? And it's but then that's not to be rude to all the like again, for me it's really about the guests that we've been able to yeah. bring in. But like the fact that I don't know, people no, keep the secret of hundred episodes is even when we have no guests, I'm confident that Minji will have things to say about stuff. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yes, I do. I have <laughs> endless things we 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 were like the first podcast for a lot of people including you yes yeah yeah yes. i remember how chris, how chris was just so excited i don't know that that made it, us feel so special that we were like oh. able to do that yeah um I, I i mean like i think for me it's, it's just that like um like the barrier of entry is very low i agree with that but also i think like in terms of like podcasts actually 
getting play, like Asian American podcasts getting play, like it's honestly was very difficult for me to find it on like typical means, you know, with like iTunes or with this Android app that I have that no one cares about. Um, <laughs> and uh, which and one is it? Is it St- Stitcher? What do you yeah, use? Yeah, it was, it was it was like Acast or something like that. Uh, oh, okay. I use Dogcatcher. Got you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know these things. Dogcatcher. Right. <laughs> and um and like it was just nice being able to go on a Asian American podcast because like I've never like I don't regularly follow one and and so I, I was like oh well I know Minzy mm-hmm. so like <laughs> cool. I got one. <laughs> I got one. And then he was, I don't know, just to hear feedback on it and to know that people were really listening to what Marvin or myself or the guests of that week were contributing. I don't know, it just expanded so much to me. I feel like my, I started like, yeah. yay, and it just... Enter Tommy how to say doll. Which oh you can't, God, still you can't, can't say, say right? The sweet sound of the correct way of my soul, uh, <laughs> my soul. And then, you know, in, in addition to our show, you know, listening to, you know, started listening to Ada. Well, I met Ada uh, right before she started her bullet train podcast. And I was that's like, oh, the one. That was our the friend first Ada has a podcast. To. Before ours, I listened to yours. <laughs> oh. And then now with Saturday School, it's, it's cool to listen to you and Brian, who's hopefully still listening, talk about just these movies that like, I'm like, I want to watch those now. You know, yes. it's like it's, classic movies. It's nice to hear people talk about stuff that they know more about than you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're experts. We're, like, we're, we're just faking it. No, <laughs> you're not! And, you know, Will, listen to Will. So Will has a podcast called Drunk Monk, which is a, basically, you rewatch, re-watch podcast. Yeah, yeah we, you watch Monk. We watch the TV show Monk that's been off the air for a long time. You can't find it on Netflix. <laughs> it's a great show. It's a really good show. Um, do you watch it? Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Uh, I used to watch it. Oh, my God. That was like my mom and I would... My Watch dad more. watched that show. <laughs> you have to have your dad on, too. Yeah, uh, he would have thoughts. <laughs> I get that from him. And it's Having fun. Thoughts. It's fun um, watching because you guys actually do get drunk. We do get drunk. And uh, it's me and Keiko Gena, who you may know from Gilmore Girls. Um, and, uh, you know, it's we're watching the show, but, uh, you know, we're both Asian Americans. So when we talk about our own experiences and our own um, tangent, when we talk tangent about like just things that happen in our own lives, you know, it's all colored with the Asian American perspective and um, which is really cool to reach a different audience because it's people who just like Monk and it tends to just be white women. Um, so, you know, these it's people, a white women show. It, it is. I, I did not know that. I mean, I, most yeah, of our good. followers okay. are like white women. USA, um, man. My dad's USA special. network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's their bread and butter. Um, Sean Muir is also a white woman. Yep. And, um, uh, and my demographic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we get to talk about, you know, just us being, she's Okinawan Japanese and I'm Korean American and, um, and we get to share our experience, which is really cool, and to an audience that probably doesn't get to hear that very often. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, that's yeah. pretty awesome. And even Sean's, um, Sean had a podcast called um, Untitled, yeah, Untitled Asian yeah. American, American Music, Music podcast. podcast, which you know ran for five episodes. I think it's, your guys are on <laughs> hiatus right now, I guess, figuring things out. Yeah, I mean, so. we it was actually originally created because we wanted, it, it came out of a conversation where myself, Dan Matthews, a.k.a. Dan, a.k.a. Dan. Um, <laughs> okay. And Richie Menchavez, Trisha Menchavez, and Mesmi, um, Richie being tractivist.com, and 
that's me being a musician. We we just wanted an opt. Uh, we wanted to, a mechanism to share music with each other because we had all these like deep Asian American cuts, and we were kind of like, do we put them on a Dropbox? Like, what's the best way to like compile them and then share them without getting arrested? And um, <laughs> so we came up with this podcast idea as it was really like a form follows function type thing, where podcasting was kind of as a medium came second actually. Um, but for for me, I think the power in it. Obviously, the listener is very important, but I think looking at the Podluck Collective, which I think is really cool, is that the podcast sort of become an organizing tool um, in that all of us are around this table and this is one more relationship touch point that yeah. we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so if you want to work together in the future, I know Will that much more and I can hit him up to talk about that thing and then we'll be like oh well Ada mentioned that one thing let's bring Ada into it so basically like through these podcasts like if you look at the way everything's paired up they're projects that will mean that down the road when more projects happen we're that much closer as a community right um and as folks who are doing things around the community like to your point we're all really busy I think that it's really awesome because we're not only joining ourselves we're joining the communities that we represent right um so these these podcasts to me become sort of like a bridge building exercise um for ourselves and then the byproduct is a listener base that gets to experience that happening live um which i think is really cool and enlightened i will say i was a big fan of your podcast i'm looking forward to when it (laughs) It comes highly there were like five of us it was like a lot but no i I think i think we're we're gonna we're gonna get dinner eventually (laughs) it was one of those like you know you know it's a good podcast when you're like yelling at the at the recording like no you're forgetting this one song. Yeah, it was quite a thing. But it was, but yeah, I mean, I think it's it's cool though because even if that podcast doesn't survive, which I hope it will, hmm. um, Richie and I are definitely going to work together in the future. Dan and I are definitely work together in the future. And that's me and I are definitely going to work in the future. So it's it's yeah, it's something new, which I think is. And there, there's is something great. about like the the potluck that um, will keep even just the older recordings alive, right? And that like people will hear about potluck through another. Yeah, podcast, and then yeah. be like, oh, like going through what are the others? Mm-hmm. You can build a listener base together. That's that's the plan. That's that's the that's the that's our Cross goal. Promotion. I mean, Cross because promotion. Yeah. it's a lot because Quincy and Marvin, especially from what I know from my universe, I know how passionate Marvin and Ada and Will. And Will. No, I'm saying like <laughs> you, you guys are you don't the know super what she's nerds. saying it. Let me. Do you see live? <laughs> I don't know if I want to be included in this yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that the podcast super nerds, and I mean that in the most loving way whoa, possible. Whoa. Enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. There's Enthusiasts. nothing wrong with it. Why are you taking offense to nerd? But he would like go to the podcast conference and like, you know, and come back with all these ideas and he met with all these people. And that takes such a you know, level of commitment and passion because you go and observe like there are no other, like I was looking for other hosts and other channels that are doing what we're doing and they're not there. So that, you know, I don't know. That's why I, I give a lot of props to Marv, not only for like and, convincing me to And get by doing my that, you're like building a skill that, right. again, if we're talking about community building, right. that's another skill. It's like not only podcast hosting, it's being able to curate a panel. It's being able to, um, produce audio it's being able to capture oral history um, and these are all things that we need that we've needed for generations and every generation there have been people who've taken that up so I think it's 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 never selfish to um, <laughs> yeah. geek out or nerd out about something because yeah. that's sort of where we as a community come together as a whole I was praising your nerdiness yeah like like it, it, it makes me 
Thank you. It makes me think about like <laughs> going, like centering yourself in the work in a way, because I think that like, you know, I've, I've heard many people of color podcasters talk about how like, you know, you usually see the same type of voice because they're under like the same school of, of like, you know, NPR, not, not that I hate them because I love, I love their podcast. <laughs> they have a style, so they have a but, but, style. but they do have yeah. a very particular style. And, and like, I've heard so many people talk about like, um, like, I've heard from p podcasts that I've listened to feedback from people saying that saying that like I've never heard anybody talk like me before and I think that is to be taken very seriously. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that's what Potluck kind of offers cuz I mean there are, you know, great Asian American radio people working in, you know, the big establishments yeah. and um for example like Shoes Off is a um mm -hmm. uh, an Asian American podcast that they're developing. Um Yeah. But, and I think it'll be great and we're really looking forward to it, but I think there's something, there's a lot of pressure I think <laughs> that comes with like, I'm at a big station and this, and we are the Asian American podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's sort of like, I think if in any big organization, right, if you have to represent Asian Americans, it's like a lot of pressure. And I think, not that you don't come up with good stuff, you do, but it's just like a whole different um, it's almost, it's like a whole different assignment, you know? Totally. I mean, like, Where, that's, yeah. how, that's how we felt about Fresh Off the Boat, I think. Yeah, exactly. Is, is, like, is, they is, have to be the Asian-American sitcom. Right, because other, otherwise, yeah. if it doesn't do well, then we're afraid that executives are going to be like, well, I guess people don't like Asian people, so yeah. right. we're not going to have that another 20 years. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like all the ones um, in the Potluck Collective, they are very different, and they're, we're not, I mean... Well, we're, we're not, we're, like, we don't come from the, like, a lot of independent podcasters, too. They come from, like, the public radio world, like, the bigger ones. Yeah. And, you know, we... We're all ragtag enthusiasts. We're the Goonies. <laughs> you know, we listen to we listen it. to and Pierce like how oh, we can do that. Yeah, but sure. I think it's like it's it's almost like you get a more relaxed version of Asian yeah. America, you know, because it's like <laughs> I'm just gonna watch Monk and talk about it, well, you know, what, like and like me I, and Brian are just like, hey, there are all these movies that people should know about. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. And it's like we don't feel about like Ada. Ada's a podcast because she just doesn't give a crap about how she sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I like totally mess up the audio all the time, and I'm like, whatever. If you want to, audio sounds if you, great. If you want to listen to good audio, there's a lot of podcasts. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Marvin's in at the office to so like 1 a.m. editing stuff and like taking out all the. the I'm taking out, I'm taking out my ums, leaving your guys' Which is why I'm forcing him to do Toastmasters. Yeah. We're going to reduce our ums so that there's less editing necessary. Um, before we move on, I wanted to give a quick shout out to other great programs on the Potluck Collective, including uh, Good Muslim, Bad Muslim, mm -hmm. um, which um, Tazam and Zara... Zara, no, Bash. Our superstar. I like hesitated there. Um, great podcast about you know Muslim American experience and... Um, Probably one of our or more anchors. Like they're 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 good. It's a good um, produced by our friend Quincy Sirsmith, who also has his own podcast called Asian Americana, which is more of a documentary storytelling style podcast. Yeah, um, we also have. Um, I need to listen to that stuff. So. We also have Ada's other podcast, Bullet Train, uh, which is a storytelling type of podcast. Um, oh, sound and fury. Sound and fury. Um, Phil, you and your Asian man's podcast. Um, take a look at that. It's kind of like he's pretty much like our Mark Marin. It's like just, Papa Phil. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Books and Boba, which is a podcast I do with Reba Yu, uh, which is a book club that we started uh, focusing on books um, by Asian American and Asian 
authors. Um, we meet every month to talk about our monthly picks, as well as um, meet in the, the middle of every month to talk about um, upcoming book news. Uh, Fresh Creators, which is one I do with Kristen and Porter Young, which is basically we just take one-sentence story ideas and turn them into full-on pitches. Um, we're four episodes in, and we're having a lot of fun with that. How many podcasts yeah, are you on? Right and Not much. <laughs> oh, um, Digging a hole right now with collaboration. I'm like, how much? <laughs> how many hours? No, I'm kidding. Anything. Uh, oh, and um, Will's upcoming podcast. Yeah, they want the K-drama one. I know, people have been asking about it. I'm asking uh, about it now. Because well, I know the I know. episodes are in the can. You just edited it. Yeah, they're, um, they're in my computer. and they have. You said it's coming in the new year. It's almost I know, year. I have a week. I just had I had to I had to watch hella dramas with my family. Yeah. I got my parents a TV. You and should then bring Michigan for season two. I, no, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean I, I need to get through this first season first. But then yeah, I, I mean I just want to hear your take on it. So your is there going to be a podcast about people listening to the potluck podcast at some point? Because I feel like that's deserves its own thing wow. right now. <laughs> it will evolve. Yeah. Hosted by Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> I got some ideas, guys. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this one podcast I was in—it was really good. It was really good. <laughs> that one episode. I was Which really one? Good. Which one? That's great. That, that would actually be really interesting, though, to, to sort of see what themes are <laughs> happening. Oh my god! I like really got podcasts. us going with yeah, the podcast. Really, really, like, really meta. <laughs> so, so podcast versus Ali Wong, which is the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marv, choose mm. how we rank. I mean, Ali Wong made money, so. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We're growing. Ada, what's your second? Oh, oh! Before thing? we move on, can we do a proper introduction of Chris? Yeah. Oh, oh thank you. Well, Welcome to our party crasher, Chris. Chris Lamb. Um, he is a producer. Producer. Um, video producer. <laughs> video producer for and BuzzFeed. Yeah, he makes lots of really cool videos. Um, both for BuzzFeed and on his own. Um, he has a really cool vlog where he talks about all his feelings. You, you and Minji should have a podcast together called Feelings. Please? <laughs> <laughs> it's just two hours of can crying. We, can, <laughs> just, oh, it'll be everything. It'll, love, yeah. it'll be happiness, joy, anger, um, it'll, yeah, it'll devastation. Be, it'll be all... I can like see this right now. I, I know, I'm, me I'm, too. I'm, like, I'm, like, feel, like I'm like feeling this. <laughs> like, like It's going to be a lot of like laughing and also like anger and also it's going to be everything. First okay, it's happening now. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, Chris another produced podcast. The, um, the very, produce that, the very popular series of Asian mom videos that Minji started. in. Uh, yes. Oh, I, I said started. I was like, I did not start no, that. Yeah, he started it with Jenny Yang yes. and it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I love all the stuff that you, I don't know, Chris, you just like your, your mind goes a mile a minute a million miles an hour. I talk I don't, about I can't. In therapy. Yeah. I do. And, okay, well, so I'm just <laughs> letting you know that the Boston College kids that I went to speak at Boston College a couple months ago, you know, they looked at my BuzzFeed videos, but the one that they loved the most was the therapy one, the therapist one. I'm, like, I, I have no words for how... Like, great, that makes me feel Yeah, I was like, that I, was I felt a lot. If you guys haven't seen this, it's an incredible feat of face acting. Just nonstop face She's acting. She's a great face actor. Oh, she is. Of my <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you, guys. Why we... Yeah, well, should we... What's your... What? Do you have a first contributing, let's give, let's, uh, like, let's highlight, give them one. best give them moment one. What's your, of 2016? What's your, what's, what are your favorite moments of 2016? Um, let's see. Uh... I. Or you can think about it. I saw Beyonce. 
Oh, hey. Oh. Number that one. That was great. <laughs> I'm waiting for our Asian Beyonce. Chris saw I want Beyonce. our Asian lemonade to like melt everyone's faces off but you saw her live for the yeah, first time I saw, I saw her live it was for the first time <gasps> i haven't done a stu- i haven't done a stadium show in a really long time and, and like like i it, it wasn't just because like oh my god i love beyonce she gives me so much life it was it was like <laughs> it was like like because i felt good supporting like her formation album i felt good supporting like how like political but also artistic that album was and also like it honestly, I know people casually use the word, oh my God, it was so life-changing. But like... But she is, though. Right, but like, <laughs> but like, I went with Michelle and like there was this f- very formative moment that both of us had where at the end, like right before she sang like her, her um, encore song, she, she like kneeled down on the catwalk and, and she was like, like, guys, all of you guys can do this too. Like, like you guys can be right here where I am right now. You just have to work really hard. And you can do this too. What was her encore song? Halo. Oh, stop it! Oh my god. <laughs> you guys see, like those two are gonna start crying, and yeah. Marvin's not gonna cry at all. <laughs> <laughs> see how blank he is, and I'm about to weep. Which one was Halo? Halo's the the love song. <laughs> see when I saw the, that. The one, the one Beyonce loves. The one love, the, the the sweet ballad love song. God, Marvin. Um, but I saw her perform that when uh, Michael Jackson died. So when I saw that concert, it was uh, she sang Halo for him, and was, everyone was crying. The whole stadium was crying. <laughs> but that's my saddest moment of life is when Michael Jackson died. <laughs> but I'm not going to bring up depressing stuff. Keep it pause. Just this is going keeping in a weird direction. <laughs> anyway. No, that was okay, a great that's moment. Good. Wait, we're going to get back to Ada? Yeah, Ada. Oh, okay, what's cool. Oh, okay. Um, moment. So I think I thought about moment very, like, what was a moment that stuck out to me? And I think this year was a lot of, like, kind of stuff where you felt like you were getting, like, punched or, like, other people you knew were getting punched. You know, it was just, like, like all this news, what? right? Like, all this, like, all these, like, racist things happening. You're like, why, why, why is this happening? And then, um, and so I feel like the moments that stuck out to me were the moments where something else happened after that where you kind of, felt like the air coming back or something yeah yeah so um i think we probably went through um, a lot of examples of that but one moment for me was after the um, jesse waters segment on fox news which was like so it was just like so dumb like i was just like why is very dumb yeah it was just so dumb it was like racist too but i think i just couldn't handle how dumb it was (laughs) (laughs) and then watching dumb the next day when um, watching yes. Ronnie Chang yes. on The oh, Daily yes. Show, um, just like have it out. <laughs> like I feel like I watched that. Yeah, I feel like I watched that like three times in a row because I was just like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what we needed. And I think people were kind of talking about how, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I think Trevor Noah is great, um, but I feel like he's a little bit more, like, composed, and I think people miss, like, the Jon Stewart, like, crazy rants. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm just so, what the, you know, like. Catharsis. And I think um, Ronnie Chang was kind of able to bring that yeah. that kind of energy to um, his reaction to the Jesse Waters segment, which. Um, that was pretty It was epic. very cathartic, I think. <laughs> um, I don't know. So I remember just uh, for me, even as, like, a personal moment, just being, like, I can't believe this stupid thing is happening 
and like what is wrong with people and then kind of like I, he almost like made up for it yeah <laughs> like, yeah because that comedic it, it, like, segment he like set it up for him yeah yeah, yeah. and i was there like you go. Oh, it's like oh, we're gonna be all right the yeah. funny <laughs> i've like ranted about multiple racist things on my facebook or whatever and then people will either like it or comment or react emotionally on the thing but that video was sent to me the, like people were sending me that video i don't know if you guys got the same reaction but like i don't know i think everyone's like trying to comfort me with that video they're like hey minji you gotta watch this yeah, i know because it was like not only it was like that perfect combination of like anger but it was oh, like the, spot on the response like, i thought people were sending you the um the sea waters videos both that like, both of them actually yeah. both but yeah. i got like six my six friends sent me the response video yeah. they're like yo it made it's you okay. feel better right? yeah it totally made me yeah, feel that was, that was, that was so a funny. really interesting moment because i feel like there's been so much I don't say worse, but like a lot of bad stuff over the years. Yeah. yeah. But that was like the first moment that people were reaching out to me being like, hey, I want to do something around this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like I like there was something about this year that has really I feel like people have really felt like that call to action. Um, yeah. He has a line in the video where he was like he said, like, this is one of those the most racist things I've seen. I didn't even know that like like Chinese people were in the running <laughs> for like the most racist thing to happen this year. And I, it felt a little bit like that. Cause I think there's just had been like so much yeah. other stuff. Yeah. I think people are, are, um, responding, right? Like I think, yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we're not just taking it anymore. Yeah. This year in particular. Yeah. Like people like Ronnie Chang, people like Jenny Yang, even, you know, yeah, she did a great one too. Yeah. yeah. She did a great response too. I feel like yeah, this year like she's been because she also did a, the response to the fur guy. Yeah, bad right? bad appetite. <laughs> she's so good. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. the peanut butter and jelly. But yeah, it, it's definitely noticed this year. Like instead of res like they're still responding with outrage and anger, but it's also responding with well, we're gonna just gonna make you make fun of you for your dumbness. Yeah, I think it's right? responding with wit. Yeah, you know what I mean, and like not just being angry. I mean, which is fine too, but it's responding in a way that is so smart and it makes the original culprit look so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I think it's a matter, like I've, I've said this a lot, like definitely over this year, but um, uh, I've, I've talked to a lot of my friends who are just getting into politics about how like it's important to like, like to acknowledge your anger as like it's a, it's like a beautiful and like a useful emotion, but it's important to also harness it and like to, to, like create it to like create from it and like to do use actionable items from that anger. Right. Anger in and of itself, if you just leave it, it can like, it's just really toxic <laughs> just to feel rage in and of itself. But like when you f put it into action, I don't know, there's it, and it, and it, it absolves the anger too, because it feels and becomes something. It, it actually can drive a lot of purpose in a lot of people that where they didn't understand how they fit into a larger narrative. Totally. I think, I think it's very important to like always be mindful of, of like kind of reminding yourself that like, what's something more that I can do besides like starting a hash, like hashtagging something or just like posting something to people on Facebook who know how I feel about this. Mm -hmm. Right. I also think like, and I don't mean this in a cynical way. It's going to come off as super cynical, <laughs> no, but I also think it just became a lot more marketable this year to be super 100%. vocally conscious. Like these are not things that are new. These are conversations that have been happening. Again, we're sitting in visual communications, which has existed for over 40 years. And this is built out of 
um, a response to a mainstream lack of a conversation. But I think in the past year, like we've just sort of seen it become a lot more marketable and PR friendly and um, easier in a way to be like that angry Asian person um, 10 years after Phil was doing it uh, <laughs> in like a really public way. Like I, I think like Constance Wu, for example, really took her platform this year and really made that put put her messaging out there in a way that I don't think she would have been able to exactly two or three years ago mm-hmm. um, and I mean going back to Beyonce like this is kind of, this sounds a little bit <laughs> like maybe a little bit simplistic but like I, I think back to like how her last album put out vi- like put out visual imagery and created a vocabulary for resistance in a way that we hadn't really seen mm-hmm. on like a platform that huge before so I just I feel like there's a lot more vocabulary out there for people to access. I think that it's it's existing in a lot more places. Um and I think that it's just like in the past year we've really seen that come to the surface in a way that's pretty spectacular and pretty awesome, which is where like the Ronnie Changs are able to Yeah, I play. think it kinda goes back to the conversation that you guys were having before about kind of um like why is it important to be part of the mainstream or you know, like or like <laughs> that kind of thing where yeah, this this stuff has been going on forever, but that there is something very powerful about the mainstream actually paying attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? and like it's it's to the point where like I I was reflecting on and to sound like a grandpa. I mean, I remember like five years ago, if I was on Facebook talking about Asian American whatever, I would get comments that were like, "Don't like stop taking things so seriously," and like, "Don't like." I remember in college being like called the angry Asian kid. Because people were just like, why are you so mad? Like, racism mm-hmm. doesn't exist. And, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and it's like really... And so for me, I've had to mentally adjust because I've always... I'm always used to being on the defense yep. of having to convince people that yeah, there was, there, stuff's I remember, going down. I remember a few years ago was the Katy Perry geisha thing. And like, oh, yeah. And people were just like, oh, it's just a performance. Like you She's know, like honoring Asian culture. Well, even even and, like Mana released a statement that was like, she's honoring Japanese culture. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, Gaia, okay, yeah. what are you doing? Anyway. And, it's, yeah. and it's one of those things where if that happened now, oh, you know, it would no. be a totally different response. Yeah. And I think that that's really, it's, it's making people... Uh, more accountable. You yeah. Know? I think that that's, uh, it's important. The mainstream consciousness, that thing is because it plays out in real life. This is what's going to like the, the stuff that we've been hearing about in the last month of what people are getting called or what they're getting yelled at, at them. Mainstream consciousness does influence, educate, enlighten, you know, it, it does a lot. You know, we can, we can always hate on like mainstream. It's so like in this like, dismissive like silly way which is a lot of it can be but for for asian americans who have been largely silent you know in a in a widespread way and enduring a lot for better or worse and like you know we can look we can dissect that for hours on end but you know that consciousness is going to play out in people's lives like they're direct how they're looked at how they're treated how they're interacted with in businesses and in public and you know that's why i've always cared um, and I really believe that it's a powerful tool. Which, and if you can do it yeah. with comedy and if you can do it with grace and with humor and, you know, Just exactly feels. why, like, popular culture is it's reflective of and also um, it's reflective of but also informant to, like, the popular narrative. Like, it, it's what the way that we all consume and read things. I think to that point, that's where we have to stop thinking of it as, like, 
the alternate versus the popular and rather what is the whole picture and like what are all these what is the role of an Asian AF and what is the role of a fresh off the boat because right. like there are two different things and neither and they're both important in very different ways right so, yeah word word all right well that's that gives us 10 things right now I have like five more <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me read off our, our list right now. It's um, and no. Well, we could just have you guys throw it in and not have like a big discussion about everything. Well, in no particular order. Yeah. Jesse Waters responding with comedy, or responding to Jesse Waters with comedy, and comedy response in general. Chris Lamb saw Beyonce. <laughs> um, the Potluck Podcast Beyonce Collective. Experience. <laughs> Experiencing. Scarja presents an Asian AF. Um, Asian Americans in independent films. Hashtag starring John Cho, Ali Wong's Baby Cobra, Champions of Change 2016, White House White House Champions of Change 2016, um, Aziz star and Alan Yang winning the Emmy, and um, Asian American and People Color Achievements in getting elected to office, specifically Tammy Duckworth and Kamala Harris in the yes. U.S. Senate. Because um, we, we're, we're, we're coming up on... Can I throw one more really, really quick? Right. We got a panel at South by Southwest. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yes. To hey. specifically talk about Asian representation in media. First time ever. I don't know any other festival as big as South I'm gonna by. I'm going to ask the rest of that because it's kind of technically us tooting our own horn. But I feel like it's still, I don't know. I feel like personally, sometimes I feel like We're collaboration. we can celebrate our own damn wins. Yeah. Toot, toot. Yeah. I, I, I was I was just gonna say real quickly that I do think that you that you that collaborations were celebrating because like there's such a huge force within like the Asian American community that so like toot your own horn all you want. Thank you. Toot toot. Andrew, <laughs> can you can we toot sh- your own horn on. Can we on like, night? Um, <laughs> can we like quickly throw in our things? Yeah, quick throw them, throw them oh. in. Because I mean, those it, are the big ones that, that we got to discuss. Yeah. Do you guys have other? Oh no no. Like some quick hits. Oh. Um, one of mine was Pokemon Go. Mm. That, was, oh, that was a good moment. Took over the universe. Month. Yeah. Uh, and then my other one was Stephen Young dying on The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, that was oh. one that I thought. Was that a good moment? I mean, it's not moment. not necessarily a good moment, but it really did show how much that character. Right. Because yeah. everyone, yeah. everyone yeah. cried for him, really cool except for me. But everyone cried for him. Because oh. you're dead okay. inside. <laughs> and you probably want to talk about Moana. Yeah. Oh, I was like, that was that was gonna be mine. Yeah. I was like, no I think Sean's gonna more. say it. We, we talked. You look at the last like three episodes of the club. If <laughs> <laughs> you want to see your hot takes on Moana, I've been. <laughs> nah, Moana, oh, yeah. I'm tell Moana. Uh, well, okay, real, real, real. Well, my two. So I guess before Moana, really quick. Um, I think that we saw. Um, kind of to what we were saying before, just people being vocal about being mad about stuff and like, um, to see. Like, you know, I feel like this year, like, I've been going to protests and rallies, like, for a while now. And, like, to see the number of folks out in the streets has been really cool. Um, I think now it comes with education. And, like, rather than just being mad about stuff, like, how are you mad? And then educating yourself for further action. But that's, you know, baby steps. Um, And then uh, for Moana, I mean, I think specifically the process behind it and how they... It obviously was not perfect, but yeah, the fact that Disney held themselves accountable to the community they were representing, mm. yeah, and um, Wins. the fact that they dug to find Ali is pretty 
awesome because she was talented and really like a shining star in the whole thing. Um, as a 14 year old girl with no um, credits to her name, um, I think it's pretty awesome that they did that. They went the extra mile to find her, and mm-hmm. I think that that's a model for how films should be made. Yes. <laughs> and like, I think that obviously there's a lot of improvement that needs to happen, but it's it was great to see it happen and great to see it thrive. Yeah. Word. And I think hopefully that will bleed into another future projects. I know they're working on the live action Mulan, which you no know, say what you will about that initial draft of the script. That's not going to be the case anymore. You know, the fact that they're, you know, doing, you know, that open casting, you know, and that they're, you know, I think the fact that they spent so much care in Moana and that the fact that their you know their TV network ABC is probably the most diverse network right now on on, on network TV, um, it's good signs for for them going forward. You no, know, whether or not it's because they want to you know do right by the community or because they want to you know um, not deal with make backlash. that diversity money. You know, if I'm, you want to be cynical, I'm, all of them do I'm it. Suspect yeah. of the fact that they have to, the actors have to be bilingual. Mm. That I have. That's interesting to me. Yeah, I'm yeah. very curious have how this seen, is going to play have out. Have you seen the 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 kids yes. in China doing yes. oh, yeah. Honor to Us All. No. It's so good. I want to see. The live action version for me already exists. It's <laughs> great. It's great. It's and just like kids video. You should watch it. So you haven't good. seen it yet? I'm no. surprised no one sent it to The kid that plays the no grandma sent it to me. is amazing. I'm hurt now. It's amazing. She is genius. Oh. It's basically a bunch of little kids in China singing uh, Bring Honor to Us All live action, but they're all like little girls playing all the parts. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, low on time. <laughs> Other things you guys... Must watch. Okay, so two quick things off I'm going to throw in is Steven Universe because there's a lot of Asian people in the cast of, of Steven Universe. Mm. It's, am- it's amazing. Didi Manu Hall is, like, amazing. And um, also, um, uh, APIs for Black Lives. That that letter, I think it was a very powerful moment. That was really beautiful, yeah. Any else? Anyone right. else? Last minute. Uh, shout out to Wong Fu for getting on, getting, uh, huh? On YouTube Red. Yeah. Super, I, I don't know. I think it's really, I love the story. Um, this is a big moment. Then they got to freaking meet Tom Hanks and I'm still so jealous. It's amazing. <laughs> Who gets to rap with Tom Hanks? Not us. We will. I'll meet Tom. I haven't seen Big in a while. I've... I have the DVD. You can borrow it. Mm. Okay. Only if you promise me you'll cry. No promises. <laughs> These tear ducts don't run. Any any final contributions? Thank what about you? when you're cutting onions? Uh, I tear up. It's not crying though. I'm not like. Mm. So it works. So it works. Yeah, Marvin, is that how people cry? <laughs> <laughs> who you who are you imitating there, Marvin? People with emotions. <laughs> I have emotions. <laughs> In here. Do you? Oh my God, stop it. Make it stop. We can't edit this. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for joining us for episode 100. Um, Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, Collab. The cake. Do we have a cake? cake? We have a cake. Producer Aubrey, go get the cake. And thank you to Aubrey. Thank you. For, for, manning, for manning the, the producer. I just came here for the cake, Womaning. actually. Personing it. Um, thank you all so much. Uh, like, honestly, you guys are our, our favorite guests. And hopefully we'll have more favorite guests to compete against you guys next year. But oh, I already have a huge list of people year. to invite to the conversation. Um, really quick, going around, where can people find your guys' stuff? 
Social medias, plug. Will? Um, on Twitter, oh, I'm Will Choi. On Twitter is Will S. Choi. Instagram, Will Choi. Uh, follow me at Drunk Punk Podcast, Asian AF, Scarlett Johansson Presents. Um, and um, yeah. yeah. Uh, all of my social media handles are One Wing Chris. And uh, you can check out my work at BuzzFeed at buzzfeed.com slash Chris Lamb. Um, if you search. Sean Mura, that's my handle on all the things. Um, I also blog infrequently at downlakejaytown.com. And yeah. Cool. Oh, uh, at Andrew on Films on Twitter. And then Spawnite has uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Spawnite. Watch it now on oh all God, its streaming so networks. It's so good. <laughs> um, I guess my handle is my name, Ada Singh. T-S-E-N-G. And you can go to the Potluck website, hmm? podcastpotluck.com. Also, haikus our... with hotties. Oh, yeah. Or if you like Asian-American hot men, we like Sean talk Mira. We about haikus with hotties. <laughs> that should have, yes. That should have been number one. No, no. Haikus with hotties 2.0. <laughs> Mr. October is right here saying yeah. next to you. Yeah, you want to model or Where? recite a haiku? I'm gonna s- let's all start referring to him as Mr. October. Yeah, Mr. October. <laughs> um, Haikuswithhotties.com. Actually, I should yeah. probably plug my organization too. <laughs> TuesdayNightProject.org. <laughs> um, you can find us everywhere at TM Project. Um, we are act- we are going into our Tuesday Night Cafe Free Asian American Art Series here in downtown Los Angeles. We're going into our 19th season, um, April 4th, and we are currently accepting submissions for artists. So please get those in ASAP. Yes. Check that out. We'll include the link. That's closing soon. Awesome. Can I plug collab real yeah. quick? Okay, we so should probably, huh? we're wrapping up our 17th, going into our 18th year as an organization, an official nonprofit. And um, if you're down and love us and want to support our programs, our showcases, our nationwide uh, events that bring the Asian American communities together, especially in cities across North America that don't have such a robust community as we do. We're, we're very spoiled here in LA. want to build that, uh, grow the voice. So please uh, donate. Is the lower third gone? Is no, it's there now. Useless? It's okay. There. Um, please donate to Collaboration. Your <laughs> donations are tax deductible. We're official nonprofit. And um, they'll go towards all these things, uh, the podcast, towards our events, and Empower Creative Leadership Conference third year, yeah. um, which is incredible, and I'm so proud of that. So, yeah, thank you guys for should, tuning in. Should we be, like, raising the cake a little bit? It just kind of, like, uh, appeared. Yeah, like... At it least says I shouldn't touch it because I'll drop it. It says "Happy 100th 100th collab cast." Guys, we made a hundred. We made a hundred. One hundred episodes. Yay. Holy crap! Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you all for coming out and helping us out with this end of year 2016 spectacular live yeah. cast. We'd, let's do this again next year with a more worked out plan on how to. How to <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> gotta start somewhere guys yeah and yeah happy last few days of 2016 and wish everyone a very happy productive and awesome 2017 good times ahead guys yep. onward and upward now we're gonna eat this cake thanks so much but I don't want you to go
You're listening to. Whoa! Whoa. Potluck. Potluck.